Welcome to another episode of the Secular Buddhism Podcast. This is episode number 93. I am your host, Noah Rochetta, and today I'm talking about stepping into groundlessness. Keep in mind that you don't need to use what you learned from Buddhism to be a Buddhist. You can use what you learned to be a better whatever you already are. Buddhist teachings and concepts often challenge us to think differently about life. They challenge us to question the stories that we've come to believe about ourselves and about reality. And the concept of stepping into groundlessness certainly does this for me. So imagine standing at the edge of a precipice. If you're like me, you know, I'm not even afraid of heights. You know, I, I, I practice paramotoring and paragliding, so I spend a lot of time in the air. But if you put me on the edge of a cliff, um, I feel a sense of insecurity and fear standing there at the edge of, of a cliff looking down. You know, I, I feel this strong desire to be holding tight to something like, uh, I don't know, something firm, like a handrail or a tree or whatever I can there. And if my kids are there with me, it's it's even more scary. I, I don't want to let anyone else close to that edge. So you know that feeling of, of fear standing at the edge of a cliff. I think it's very similar when we're facing the uncertainty of life. So in this podcast episode, I want to echo some of the sentiments that are expressed in episode 78, No Hope, No Fear, and in episode 88, Radical Okayness. And I want to uh, address this concept of groundlessness, this teaching of groundlessness that I first encountered reading some of Pema Chodron's work. So I grew up with this analogy of the dangers of building a house on sand, you know, the, the wisdom of building a house on rock, which I think is sound wisdom. But what happens when we realize that we live on a planet made entirely of sand and everything is shifting and changing all the time. And suddenly there's this realization that the idea of a firm foundation is itself an illusion. This is something I experienced in my life many years ago. Um, and a friend of mine experienced this recently. Fear is a universal experience. I think it's a natural reaction to seeing reality clearly. A reality where things are impermanent and we, be we begin to understand that we have no control over what happens next. These are the moments where it seems the rug has been pulled out from under us and what seemed like a solid foundation suddenly gives way to this uh, very real sense of groundlessness. And some good friends of ours, like I just mentioned, um, had a recent experience with their son who was in the backyard and he fell 15 feet and fractured his skull. It was a big deal. He was rushed to the ER. Uh, fortunately, he's doing well and he's recovering, but this was a very near catastrophic end. And his mom, very understandably, was upset and shaken. And we were talking about this and uh, it was interesting how uh, this experience caused her to question many things, things that were taking place in their life. They had just purchased a home. Were they doing the right thing having purchased that home? Questions of that nature. It's like the rug of comfort and security had, had been pulled right out from under her. Um, and suddenly you're experiencing this feeling of freefall with nothing to hold on to. I think it's these moments of insecurity where we start to see how 
unsolid our foundations really are. And this is the very start of stepping into groundlessness. Thich Nhat Hanh, the Zen monk, uh, says it's not impermanence that makes us suffer. It's wanting things to be permanent when they're not. And here's the thing. We all experience this at one point or another. We, we all have, or we are now, or we will at some point. These close calls, or it could be the actual loss of a loved one. These unexpected Tetris pieces that show up and they, they seem to just smash up uh, and rip holes into the stories that we have that we were enjoying so much about life, the stories we have about ourselves and others and about life in general. And it's happening all the time. And I don't think that this concept of groundlessness, this teaching isn't meant to make us feel pessimistic or negative or fearful, uh, but it is an invitation to be able to learn to step into groundlessness now before life inevitably pushes us near the edge of that cliff where suddenly we find ourselves in free fall and often we lose it. We, we, we panic and we, um, you know, we do really unskillful things when we're pushed into those moments. In Pema Chodron's book, The Places That Scare You, she says, we can, we can try to control the uncontrollable by looking for security and predictability, always hoping to be comfortable and safe. But the truth is that we can never avoid uncertainty. This not knowing is part of the adventure, and it's also what makes us afraid. And I really like that quote. It's the not knowing is part of the adventure and recognizing is also what makes us afraid. I feel like moments where we feel fear and insecurity and uncertainty, these are moments that can highlight just how fragile life really is. And they highlight our priorities and the things that matter most to us. And I remember experiencing this in my own life. The first time I had that rug pulled out from under me, and I felt that feeling of falling and I was spiraling in my thoughts and the fear and the uncertainty felt unbearable. Everything that seemed to be so solid and stable was gone in my life. And I remember encountering this concept of groundlessness and I remember recognizing the strong aversion I had towards uh, the fear and the uncertainty that I was feeling at that time in my life. You know, I remember thinking, I can't possibly be facing the fact that nat the nature of reality is insecurity and unknowing. No, 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 not me. I have to know. I have to have this firm foundation under my feet again. And I was determined to regain my footing on solid ground. And this is around that time in my life that I started reading and, and exploring. And I first encountered Buddhism. And it seemed to me at the time, like all these uh, ideologies and religions out there had the answers for me. That wasn't the problem. There were plenty of answers. I just had to find the one that made the most sense to me that could fit into the story or the narrative that I had come to believe about the nature of reality. And I searched and I searched and I felt like the more I was exploring these big, solid existential questions, like who am I and why am I here and where am I going? The more I read about Buddhism, the more it seemed as if to ask who wants to know or why do you want to know these things? And that with time became uh, the bigger question for me, the one that led me to understand myself first as the seeker. 
kind of like I mentioned in the last podcast episode, it was like suddenly what I was looking for was who was looking. This was a really profound shift for me. And to me, this gets at the heart of, of stepping into groundlessness. I remember uh, asking myself, you know, what if I wasn't afraid of being afraid when it comes to um, you know, comfort, right? Comfort and, and being comfortable with all the uncertainty and insecurity, because what I was experiencing was an aversion to this. And I thought, well, what if it was okay to be scared? What was, what if it's okay to be afraid of not knowing? So I realized there was a shift and the problem wasn't that I didn't know. The problem was that I didn't like that I didn't know. And I started to sit with these emotions and uh, when they would surface, as they often do, or as they would at different stages of life, I began to invite these feelings, these emotions in as if they were old friends. I began to understand them. And over time, I can honestly say I've befriended my fear and my insecurity and my unknowing and the deep grief and frustration that I used to feel when these emotions would arise uh, have turned into more of a, a friendship. And it's like, not only do they show up less and less, but when they do, uh, you know, when something happens that will remind me of the feeling that I had in that stage of my life where the rug was pulled out from under me, I start to feel that same fear and that same uncertainty arising in me. But now it almost co-arises with a, with a smile, almost as if to say, hello, my old friends, I haven't felt you in a while and here you are and I'm feeling scared and I'm feeling insecure and I don't know what's going to happen next. And that's become the ground of groundlessness for me and the fear and the aversion that we have towards uncertainty and towards groundlessness. It's completely normal and it's natural. I think uh, in these moments where we feel shaken and we feel vulnerable, we feel fragile, we feel insecure. These are the moments that you may start to question everything. You know, why did I get into this career? Why did I marry this person? What would have happened had I done that? Uh, what if I'm messing it all up? How do I know I'm living the life that I should be living? And uh, on and on and on, right? These are the questions that arise because of these moments of glimpses of insecurity. And this is the moment that we can look inward and we can remind ourselves that what we are looking for is who is looking the truth is we, we never really know if we made the right choice about anything. You know, we all make choices with a limited perspective in, in terms of space and time. It's like the, the, the Tetris player doing the best with the current shapes in their game, but never knowing what shape's going to show up next. And you're currently dealing uh, with all kinds of crazy things happening in your life, the Tetris pieces uh, that cause, cause us to question the way we've been playing every single piece that's showed up prior to this one now, you know, and I think that insecurity is a natural part of the game. And I feel in my personal practice, I try to use those moments to anchor me in the present moment. And as, as odd as it may seem, I, I often try to visualize what are the most unwanted Tetris pieces that could show up in my life right now. These are like what if one of my kids got sick or what if, you know, what if one of them died? What if my marriage doesn't last? What if my uh, parents or siblings die before I'm ready? You know, these are deep 
troubling questions that we often avoid because they're extremely uncomfortable. We don't like to feel what we feel when we think about these questions. And for me, this has been at the heart of my practice, thinking, well, I want to feel this. You know, these are the moments I suddenly feel completely grounded in, in this state of groundlessness. It's like, I don't know, but I do know that right now life is like this. And suddenly uh, the present moment um, seems to be so unique and so precious. And that doesn't mean that it's pleasant or good. It just is. It, I find myself experiencing that sense of radical okayness that I have talked about before. I've come to find that the, the fear of uncertainty has become the bedrock of my stability, of my mental stability. In other words, my firm foundation is that I don't have or need a foundation. I'm comfortable now with the free fall. I have no certainty of what comes next. I've literally found that the feeling of uncertainty, that feeling of the free fall, uh, with nothing to hold on to, that's become my normal, natural place of peace. And that doesn't mean I go through life without wanting to make goals or without plans or being blown in the wind. It doesn't mean that. It just means that I try to live my life willing and ready to shift at a moment's notice. I'm, I'm constantly analyzing my Tetris game and I'm ready to adapt. I'm ready to adjust to whatever that Tetris game is going to throw at me. And it makes me feel radically okay with the game the way that it is now because I'm always thinking of, of how the game could be. And it's not that now, it's this. And with all that uncertainty, with all that uh, uh, fear, uh, and often with my unconscious attempts to make uh, life be different than how it is in the middle of all that chaos, every now and then I pause and I find this overwhelming sense of gratitude for life just the way that it is. And uh, it's, it's like there's a part of me that suddenly, even if, even if just momentarily, has no desire for things to be different. Forgive me, I, I get emotional exploring these concepts because I know myself so well and I know where I've been in my life and the stages of my life that felt so uh, painful and that I felt so much aversion to that pain. And now I can look back at those moments again, like with a smile thinking I am the way I am now because of everything that I've been through. And to me, this is, this is stepping into groundlessness. Uh, it begins with having a sense of hopelessness. And I've talked about this concept before, but again, I want to share here Pema Chodron's wisdom where she says, hopelessness is the basic ground. Otherwise, we're going to make the journey with the hope of getting security. If we make the journey to get security, we're completely missing the point. We can do our meditation practice with the hope of getting security. We can study these teachings with the hope of getting security, and we can follow all the guidelines and instructions with the hope of getting security. But it will only lead to disappointment and pain. We could save ourselves a lot of time by taking this message very seriously right now. Begin the journey without hope of getting ground under your feet. Begin with hopelessness. Close quote. And I love, I love that sentiment that Pema shares. I feel that's where I have found myself to have landed in this space of 
hopelessness and groundlessness. And, and I almost have to laugh when I say it because, you know, these, these words have uh, negative connotations in our way of thinking and in our society. It's like nobody wants to be hopeless. Nobody wants to be groundless. And yet the peace that we so desperately seek is found in that groundlessness and in that hopelessness. And I can say that because that's exactly how it's been for me. I find myself in this place of radical okayness and, and contentment with the uncertainty, with nothing to hold on to as I, as I experience the free fall or as I experience the shifting sands beneath my feet where life is constantly changing and I have no control over the big Tetris pieces that are going to show up inevitably in my life. So my invitation to you this week, and perhaps an invitation from now on, is to try to identify these moments of groundlessness, moments where uh, the game seems to shift. And notice how quickly you tend to shift the story to have some sense of certainty and security again, like we're, we're clinging for that certainty and security. And notice how uh, illusory that is. And then try to ask yourself, what if I didn't need this sense of security? What if I could become comfortable with insecurity? What if I could find comfort in the shifting sands, comfort in the free fall, comfort with just not knowing? I think you'll find in these moments that you actually have a lot of faith and trust in yourself, not the kind of faith that says, oh, things are going to go my way, things are going to be okay, but faith in the sense of, your ability to adapt and to handle whatever life is going to throw at you. Because when you have that sense of security in yourself, then suddenly it's not the circumstances that matter. It, it wasn't about the Tetris game. It was about your ability to play the Tetris game. And I think that's a, a fundamental radical shift that we can all start to experience that produces a, a strong sense of peace because it's no longer about the game or the pieces it's about me and how I'm playing the game and how I'm handling the pieces, knowing that there will be times when it's completely pleasant and fun and times when it will be completely chaotic and scary and I'll be insecure. And all of that's part of the game and how I handle the game. So I wanted to correlate a lot of these concepts of that I've discussed before, groundlessness, no hope, uh, the Tetris analogy, radical okayness, and kind of just see if I could mesh them all into one cohesive uh, narrative that seems to uh, help you understand what we're all facing here, which is that we're all standing at the edge of the cliff, holding on desperately to whatever we can hold on to, thinking that that's going to prevent us from eventually falling. And the nature of reality, the nature of life is that life eventually pushes you and there you are in the free fall like Alan Watts has talked about. It's like we've all been pushed off this cliff and that's our life. And there we are falling, sometimes clinging to things that we think are going to uh, be beneficial when in reality, they're not. You let go of them and you're still in a free fall and, and nothing changes. So this is, this is the concept of groundlessness. And I think uh, there are a few fascinating books that address this overall concept. If you want to explore this a bit more, check out The Wisdom of Insecurity by Alan Watts, When Things Fall Apart by Pema Chodron, or Fear by Thich Nhat Hanh. Those are a few that come to mind as I explore this concept with you. That's all I have to share in this episode. 
Again, if you want to learn more about Buddhism and mindfulness, you can always check out my books, Secular Buddhism, No-Nonsense Buddhism for Beginners, and the 5-Minute Mindfulness Journal. Um, those are all available on noahrochetta.com. And if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, uh, please feel free to share it with others, write a review, give it a rating in iTunes. And if you would like to make a donation to support the work I'm doing with the podcast, you can visit secularbuddhism.com and click the donate button. And that's all I have for now, but I look forward to recording another podcast episode soon. Until next time.